Good morning, everyone. Welcome to your D1T and 5 for the morning of Thursday, January 14th, 2021. I'm Connor Newcomb, and let's get right into the biggest stories. More NLI commentary from lawmakers, this time from Senator Chris Murphy from Connecticut, who said, quote, delaying the name, image, and likeness vote is yet another signal that the NCAA hopes the federal government will save it from having to fairly compensate its student athletes. That's not going to happen. The college sports industry has a fundamental civil rights issue at the core of its business model, and it's clear the NCAA doesn't want to do anything serious to address the inequities that players face. I'm working on legislation to fix this issue by granting athletes the broad ability to make money off their likeness and collectively bargain for additional reforms to the system, and I'm hopeful it will move in this new Congress. CBS's Dennis Dodd gets additional perspectives on the need for an expanded college football playoff, starting with AAC Commissioner Michael Oresco, who said, quote, You're going to run up against, okay, how many games should our student-athletes play? It is a huge one, and it's something we overlook because we're all very competitive. You could argue, why not expand it further? Don wonders if ESPN would pony up enough extra cash to make the finances work in an expanded format and suggests only increasing the field by two teams and moving the title game off of Monday night to, quote, reduce the playoff or bust mentality and create more transparency with the committee's voting. In addition to decreased viewership numbers, the college football playoff championship broadcast generated 55% less ad dollars than last year, taking in just $40.25 million versus $89.4 million in the 2020 game. The top five spenders were AT&T Wireless at $2.9 million, Allstate at $2.6 million, Taco Bell at $2.2 million, Dr. Pepper at $2.1 million, and Chick-fil-A at $1.5 million. From in front of the law, 360 paywall, quote, The National Collegiate Athletic Association urged a California appellate panel Wednesday to block a new defamation trial for former University of Southern California assistant football coach Todd McNair arguing that the lead juror should not have been disqualified after the verdict. The NCAA's attorney, Donald B. Verrilli Jr. of Munger Tolls and Olson LLP, told California's Second District Court of Appeal during oral arguments that it should reverse a Los Angeles judge's decision ordering a new trial and overturning the 2018 jury verdict in McNair's suit, arising from sanctions for his role in the Reggie Bush scandal. In college football personnel news, former Rutgers head coach Kyle Flood, who served as an Alabama assistant coach the past two seasons, will join Longhorns head coach Steve Sarkeesian at Texas as offensive coordinator and offensive line coach. And Cal will hire Arkansas State head strength and conditioning coach Brian Johnson for the same role. Johnson had only been in Jonesboro since December when new Red Wolves head football coach Butch Jones hired him but now he's headed back to the Pac-12, having served as Arizona's strength coach since 2018. The Athletics' Stuart Mandel has a fun mind game for you this morning. Quote, what if Rich Rodriguez had taken the Alabama job? Mandel offers that Rich Rod may not have had the same level of success as current tied boss Nick Saban, but that Saban would have returned to college football anyway and established his dynasty somewhere. Mandel writes, quote, looking back at the schools that made coaching changes in the 2007-2008 carousel, none were in the SEC, but one in particular stands out, and that's Michigan. As you may recall, before hiring Rich Rod, the school tried to land then-LSU coach Les Miles. Saban, a former Ohio State assistant, Michigan State head coach, and LSU national title coach, would have been awfully tempting. In COVID-19 news, 
Dayton is the latest FCS squad to opt out of spring football competition. Flyer head coach Rick Chamberlain said, quote, Our AD Neil Sullivan and I considered a myriad of complex COVID-related factors that influenced our decision to focus on the fall of 2021. First and foremost was the physiological demands of football and the experience of our student-athletes. In total and together, we felt this was the best decision for our football program. We look forward to quality winter and spring development programs, and we are excited about the fall 2021 season. New Mexico's swimming and diving program won't compete this season, citing the state's current public health order, which prohibits even practicing. And D1 Baseball's Kendall Rogers continues reporting on baseball plans for conferences around the nation. He reports that the A-Sun is going with two divisions and 24 games, with only three against the other division. The Big Ten is sticking to conference games only at the moment. The Sun Belt will go with 24 league games, and it's the status quo so far for the SEC. That's your D1T and 5 for the morning of Thursday, January 14th. I'm Connor Newcomb, reminding you to join us back here this evening.